Welcome to The Marcus Warren Show, powered by 960 Digital and the Wealth Empowerment Network. Now, here is your host, Marcus Warren. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the number one retirement and tax planning show in the region, The Marcus Warren Show. I am your host, financial advisor, tax and road agent, and author of the retirement and tax playbooks, Marcus Warren. And I hope everyone is doing well on this Sunday. And to my left, I am joined by our resident tax professional, D. How you doing, D? Hello, and happy Sunday. And remember that if you miss any parts of the show and you want to catch up on anything you missed, all you have to do is subscribe to the Marcus Warren Show podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Also, throughout the show, we will be offering our retirement rescue game plan, which is a physical packet of information that will help rescue your retirement from all the risk that threatens your nest egg once you are close and in retirement. In that game plan, you're going to get a copy of my new book, not my new book, my two books, a few different financial reports. By the way, it will be new to you because you haven't read it yet. And you'll get access to my webinar entitled Taxes in Retirement. Now, you can order that by going to warrenwealth.net. That's warrenwealth.net. Go to the site, put in your information, and that retirement rescue game plan will be delivered free of charge to your front door. Once again, it's warrenwealth.net. All right. So. Happy New Year. Yes. Um, happy New Year. Happy yes, New Year. Happy New Year. That's right. And uh, uh, we haven't been on uh, a couple of weeks. So how was your, um, how was your uh, holiday season? Cold. Christmas. Yes. Very cold. Ice mm-hmm. cold. Ice cold. Like. Um, Below freezing, yes. actually even below freezing, but negative. Below below freezing, yeah. Below below freezing, yes. and uh, you didn't uh, try to get on any planes, no. Southwest, any kind of no. So you no uh, avoided that debacle. Yes, I did. Yes, that was the airline industry. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. I'm, I'm the glad. worst possible timing. I am too. so glad I was not traveling either. Yeah. That oh, that would have been just a a bad thing. So today. Today, folks, we uh, we have a a special episode because we do a now that we're into 2023, we do a review of 2022, and we uh, had our prediction show uh, last year around this time, and we predicted what we thought was going to happen uh, in uh, 2022, and we're going to see what we got right and what we got wrong, and so uh, it's always fun to kind of see if our predictions were correct and where we where, where we went wrong, uh, but it'd be a, a good, fun show. So let's get into it. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. All right. All right. So um, there was a few different things that, that we uh, hit on uh, last year uh, to predict what we thought was going to happen in 2022. We talked about the housing market. We talked about the labor market. We talked about inflation, the stock market, and taxes, and then also cryptocurrency, uh, Bitcoin, things of that nature. And so we're going to basically go back in time and um, talk about um, uh, what went right and what went wrong. So let's start off uh, with, uh, we'll start off and we'll go back in time to what we talked about in regards to the housing market. I think real estate activity is going to spike in the first half of the year as buyers and sellers, they both scramble to close deals before the Fed jacks up these interest Mm -hmm. rates. Um, And so I think uh, home prices will cool the latter part of this year. Wow. So in regards to uh, the housing market, uh, basically, what we saw was I was uh, pretty much uh, right on, right? Kind of on point, yeah. We we were right, um, and so you know when when you think of okay, what has what happened to to home prices? So um, if you go all the way back to the pandemic, twenty twenty, what basically happened was home prices shot up because we were all in our homes and we all looked at our homes and thought, if I have to be in this house for who knows how long, by the way. Um, we need to improve it. And so homes, uh, so people went to improve their homes, spruce it up a little bit, get it ready for lockdown and any other lockdowns that we may have. Hopefully we won't have ever in the future, but lockdowns that we may have in the future. And 
home prices uh, shot up. And of course, after the pandemic, people were like, you know what? I don't like where I live. Uh, I don't like that I live in the city and the way the city shut down. We're going to the suburbs. We're moving out. And the house, the housing market just went on fire. And that happened all the way up through the middle of 2022. That's right. And that's when things turned. Am I right, peeps? You are right, peeps. Home prices peaked nationally in June 2022 and have been steadily dropping ever since as uh, demand has slowed in large part to due to increasing interest rates. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and 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 that's the uh, that's the big thing. Um, to and we're going to talk about inflation in, in a little bit, but to combat inflation, the Fed they raised interest rates seven times to uh, tampen down the high inflation. And of course, when they do that, banks lend money to each other overnight, so they increase that Fed funds rate, and that has a ripple effect because. It has an almost immediate impact on mortgage rates, which, of course, stifled and slowed down these home sales. And, you know, if you look, home sales, it, it's at its lowest level uh, since May of 2020. And so um, and that's, of course, when the country was shut down. And so that's what we're seeing. So that prediction was correct. All right. Another prediction we had in regards to the uh, housing market was uh, renters. Um, and let's hear what we had to say in regards to renting. More people will trend towards renting versus buying, especially Ooh. as home prices continue to increase and the amount that you need for a down payment continues to increase. I think you'll see uh, new families renting versus buying more so than that is a, yeah, there you go. Um, and that is what we saw. We saw as home prices, <clears throat> as home prices increased that first part of 2022, yes. you saw that people did start to move towards renting. And then of course, uh, rents, uh, went up because they were already going up back in, uh, 2020, 2021, uh, rents were going up and you saw that continual, uh, climb in rents. And so once again, folks, we were right. Um, and actually D you were right. And, uh, the fact that people, more people were going to be renting and rents were going to go up. And a part of it is also a generational thing because millennials are a generation that no longer are seeing owning a home as a major life goal. That's your generation right there. That's my generation. Yeah. And instead just turning to renting instead. Okay. And, um, let's, uh, Let's look at an, in, in regards to rent. Let's let's listen to a, a, another one of our predictions about rent. So yeah, my prediction for rents is that they will continue to increase, which is good for multifamily housing. There you go. Wow, that, that we really we waited all the time for that little six second clip. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it just piles on to what we were talking about. Rents they did go up, mm-hmm. and um, you know that's 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 where we are now. Um, and it's interesting because, you know, as, you know, I look out of our window, um, you know, from the 12th floor here uh, in the Flash Q building, uh, there's a, uh, you know, there's two huge, um, you know, apartment complexes that have gone up. And, you know, it's more that vertical living where there's, it's not that sprawling uh, apartment complex that you normally see. You see now it's about six, seven, uh, six or seven floors uh, high and I'm always wondering who as they're building these things um, who, who who is who is renting uh, who, Millennials. Who, who is moving in, <laughs> into these things and it's just it's just one of those things where you know you just kind of see it with your eyes and you know that obviously rents have gone up it's good for multifamily uh, uh, units because you see them sprouting up at least all along where we are and of course we're finding out that that's Kind of nationwide too. All right, um, let's talk about the labor market. So um, I said that uh, it was the, it was going to be the year of the worker in uh, 2022, and let's also see what we uh, what we said in regards to the labor market uh, for 2022 and see if we were, if we were right. Of 2022, I think we're going to see continue to see um, uh, labor shortages um, in the front half. Longer term, I think it's going to slow down. Um, I think more people are going to think, hey, I need to probably bring in some income. I've had these savings that uh, we, we piled up in 2020 and 2021, 
and now <clears throat> those savings are dwindling, so I need to get back uh, to work. Um, so in regards to uh, that, I think, you know, I think I was, uh, I think I was probably a little bit wrong in regards to um, the labor market right now. Um, it's we we're at full we're at full employment, meaning that uh, there's a lot of people working right now. And they're, you know, they're, I guess there still kind of is a shortage because if we're at full employment, that means when people are looking to, to hire folks, they can't find workers. They can't find workers. Yes. So maybe I was, we, we were quasi right on, on the labor market prediction. Oh yeah. Well, unemployment has stayed steady, low, oh, okay. steadily low. Yes. yes. Especially compared to pandemic levels, but even pre pandemic levels. Um, and as a result hourly earnings have been increasing because employers need more incentives. So we were right. I take that back. We We were were right. right. It wasn't a fail. It was, we were absolutely right on that. Yes. All right. Well, let's, let's do this uh, before the break. Let's uh, uh, hit our, one of our other predictions, which was on inflation. So we know that inflation has been high, but let's see what we predicted late for, for 2022. Let's see what we predicted for inflation for 2022 is I think it's going to continue to be just as high as it was last year. Yeah. Now, there you go. And, uh, hey, we were right. It was – actually, we were almost kind of wrong because it higher. went even higher. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so we said inflation was going to stay high. It did stay high, but it went even higher. So that's probably another kind of uh, push right there where um, – uh, inflation got up to 9% got at up, its peak in the summer. Yeah. Got up to 9% at its peak. People were complaining. We know what, what gas prices were. It was, um, people were unhappy with, uh, Biden because the gas prices we were unhappy with, um, uh, just the price of eggs and bread and milk and cheese and whatever that may be. And it was this perfect storm of supply chain issues and of course, we were all uh, in high demand because we we were all coming off of being locked up for a year and a half, and uh, people just wanted to get out and spend money. You have high demand, low supply, creates higher prices, and there you go. All right, so so far so good, right? Yeah, it looks like we've been uh, right, spot right, on and about, then more right. Yeah, right, right, and kind of right. Yeah, right? true. Yeah, right. kind of right. So coming up next, we're going to uh, continue our uh, show on. How we fared for 2022. You're listening to the Marcus Warren Show. Come on, Harry. We want to say goodnight to you. All right. Got a little Harry Styles. That's right. That's right. It was a huge year for Harry in 2022. It was a big year. Yeah, this is uh, as it was. Number one in the U.S., number one in the U.K. Okay. You know. All right. He's a collector guy. Um, Came out with a couple movies too this year, uh, yeah. Mr. Styles. Yes. Well, he was in a couple. Well, yeah. Movies. Right. Not, yes. Yes. He's, he's not. A, he doesn't have the star. Yes. But did you know he was an actor as well as a singer? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. always the transition. They always singers want to be actors. Actors want to be singers. Athletes mm. want to be rappers. Rappers want to be athletes. That's mm. just the way it is. Interesting. Anyway, welcome back to the show, the Marcus Warren Show. Remember, you can request your retirement rescue game plan. That's a good thing to get you into with the new year. In that retirement rescue game plan, you're going to figure out how to get your retirement in order and rescue that retirement. Copy of my two books, some financial reports, and access to my webinar entitled Taxes in Retirement. All you have to do is go to warrenwealth.net. That's warrenwealth.net. So um, uh, one of the things that I, I, I want to uh, put, put to rest uh, in 2022 are, you know, some of these corny dad jokes okay. um, that, that, that are out there. You know, there's right. so, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one yeah. here. Yeah, tell me. So this guy, he walks up to the bank teller okay. and he says, I need $100, please, $100, please. Mm-hmm. And she says, withdrawal. And he says, I need $100, please. Get it with a draw. Oh, withdrawal. Uh, yes. There you go. Uh, you know, I'm man. just saying. I'm just. When you have to explain it. 
yeah, you know, anyway. Went over my head. All right. Uh, anyway, so good. Yes, that was funny. That was there good. was an interviewer that's oh. doing an interview. Okay. And he sat across from the guy and he says, how do you explain this four-year gap in your employment? And the guy says, well, that's when I was in Yale. That, 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 that's when I was at Yale. Okay. And he said, uh, wow, that's impressive. You're hired. And he said, oh, fantastic. Thanks. I really need this job. Oh, no. You get it? He was in jail. Okay. Jail. Yeah. All right. My bad. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Moving on. So no more corny dad jokes for 2023. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why those are being retired. Okay, okay. All right, okay. they're 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 going to be retired. Um, I'm I'm not using any of those uh, jokes anymore. Okay. okay. All right. So uh, so where were we? Oh, we're getting into our um, our rewind, right? Our uh, rewind. <laughs> Seeing what we got right and what we got wrong. In 20, well, for our predictions for 2022. So we were right about the housing market. That's right. Right about the labor market. Oh, yeah. We were right about, eh, kind of right about inflation. Yeah, it stayed right. high. It stayed high, but mm-hmm. it went a little higher. We just said it was going to stay high, and it did. So I guess kind of right about that. Um, uh, let's uh, get into what we s- predicted what the stock market would do in 2022. Mm. Is when we do, I think we're going to see some sort of correction mm-hmm. because there's a lot of companies out there that have been pumped up by just the story of the company. Yes. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> or just a lot of speculation about certain industries, things of that nature. Yeah. And so, you know, my prediction is that we're going to continue, can you continue to see a lot of volatility, but I think that the market overall will be, flat for the most part. Okay. And we could see a correction now. All right. So there you go. I guess I said flat or correction. And I was right. We, we saw a, a pretty uh, big Major. correction. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I talked about um, in that clip was we're going to get back to what is called just fundamentals. And yeah. what I meant by that is fundamentals and valuations. And so what do we have on the uh, what, what well, stock market 2022? After a bull market that lasted for more than a decade, and you've kind of been saying this for probably the last, I don't know, two, three years, that <laughs> there's going to be a pullback. The market's been going up since 2008, 2009. The S&P 500 is down about 20%, maybe over 20% to close out 2022, which yep. makes it the worst calendar year since 2008. Yep, and uh, the NASDAQ, which is more tech heavy, is down 30%, was down mm-hmm. 30%. And then the Dow Jones, 30 industrial stocks was down about nine, 9%. But uh, yeah, we, um, we had a down market and we had had that big run up for the last, you know, 10, 12 years. Yes. But more importantly, in 2020, uh, late 2020, Mm -hmm. when the market bounced back after the, the, the COVID blip Mm -hmm. all the way through 2021, it, it just seemed that you know, 2021, the market was up 25, 26%. Booming. Mm-hmm. But it was led by these, like I said in the clip, it was just these story stocks. You had story stocks, just it was just a good story. It didn't mean it had good fundamentals or they were making money. You had uh, all the growthy tech stocks because, you know, from the, the, uh, the pandemic where you had Zoom and uh, DoorDash and Ubers and not even Ubers, but DoorDash, all, all where you didn't have to leave your house for anything. All those tech stocks just shot up. Amazon shot up. Um, the, the growthy tech stocks. And then you had, had the stupid meme stocks mm-hmm. that drove a lot of 2021. And that's why for me, it was easy to predict that we're going to have to have a pullback because we're going to have to get back to fundamentals instead of um, just all, all of the hype that we had uh, in 2021. So that's why I said, you know what, in 2022, I expect the market to pull back. I expect there to be some sort of correction, it to be flat or some sort of correction. And that is what, ha- and, and that is what, what, what basically happened. And so let's talk about some of these stocks that, that were out there. So you have, um, GameStop, that was one of those meme. Mm-hmm. That was down fifty percent, okay. cut in half. Okay. You have Tesla, which I call Tesla, is a uh, like a, a story. Stock. Oh yeah. It's just built on the story, um, and not really true fundamentals. People have this idolatry of uh, the CEO and owner of um, of uh, Twitter, right? They love this guy. Oh, I guess Tesla and. 
mm-hmm. uh, SpaceX and mm-hmm. uh, some of those other companies. The Boring Company? But they did, the Boring, yes, the Boring Company. And um, they love him, but Tesla stock down 50 plus percent mm-hmm. uh, in 2022. Another That's meme correct. stock was AMC. Yes. Down 65 percent. Uh, in 2022, uh, Virgin Galactic. Remember when did was Russell tw- Branson? Yeah, did did mm-hmm. he go to? Uh, yeah, he it, he did. Uh, Richard uh, Branson. Richard Branson. Yes. Is that in 2021? Yeah, it was. It was. Uh-huh. He, he went to space, not space. He did. He created a yes. And, Virgin yes, Galactic down 70 percent. Mm. Then you have the uh, EV companies along with Tesla. You have Rivian and then Lucid. They're both down 80 percent. They were down 80% in 2022. Bed Bath & Beyond became a meme, meme stock for a little bit, down over 80%. And so it's it was easy. That, that To me, that, that, that was an easy prediction because when you just look at the fundamentals and you know that there's this um, uh, this f- fake enthusiasm, I don't want to say fake enthusiasm, but just propped up it, what, what, this this irrational exuberance mm. of mm-hmm. companies and stocks that just go up and up and up and you just know that hey why it's overvalued and it's going to the bubble is going to have to burst at some time by the way we're going to be talking about crypto here in the next segment and we're going to really talk about this irrational exuberance over something that may or may not be real or, or, or not but that's basically what you saw with the stock market i think one of the most egregious ones other than the ones that you mentioned was Facebook or Meta as they're calling themselves oh, now. That's right. And the Zuckerverse. Mark that was a big fail. Zuckerberg, yeah, making this big bet on a metaverse, which nobody knows what it is. Nobody's getting into losing all sorts of money everywhere. And on top of some other stuff that Apple did that um, impacted their advertising revenue of Meta. I mean, that's right. it just 70% down from the beginning of the year. Yeah. Meta, I think now that Meta is um, really uh, cutting costs, laying off a bunch of employees Yes. Um, that uh, next year from a stock perspective, I know this isn't our predictions show, but I think from a uh, from a stock perspective, I think Meta will rebound in, in 2023, although I, I, I'm, don't hold me to that until our prediction show, which is next week when we're going to make our predictions of what we think is going to happen for, for 2023. But for 2022, um, just... So when we talk about the metaverse yes. and we talk about the Oculus stuff that, you know, you, you, you put on your face, mm-hmm. yes. um, you know, the notion of attaching uh, Big clunky three thing. pounds of plastic to yes. your head <laughs> yeah. and, you know, walking around getting getting nauseated because you have it on there or you get one of those, you have it on for so long, you get, you know, one of those face rashes around your eyes. Yes. It just doesn't make sense. And I have an Oculus. Yeah. And. A lot of times you don't have to look any further than what's going on within your four walls. Yeah. And I have an Oculus. I have four kids. Uh, three are three are in the house. And when we first got that Oculus, it, it is cool. It is cool to put that on and you do feel like you are in the metaverse. Yeah. But after that, you're kind of done with it and you don't use it and it's and you it's not cool my kids went back to their xboxes and were playing outside yeah and that's when you kind of knew that oh i spent four hundred dollars on this you know this piece of hardware that now no one is using and i think that that's what meta and zuckerberg have basically found out that you know what no one's no one's no one cares no one wants to just put that on and just sit around the house and uh, you know, I equate it's it. It's a failure. I agree. I equate it to, and I know that he's he's sticking with it. Yeah, and you they're know, losing. By the way, they're losing it. one billion dollars a month. Yeah. On Meta. Yes. On Reality spending, Labs and yes. what they're doing. One bill with a B. One billion dollars a month. He continues to spend and lose on this thing that, by the way, nobody wants, and he thought he could just do something. By the way, he didn't even, Zuckerberg, he didn't even come up with Facebook. He stole Facebook, and we're realizing <laughs> that, okay, he's not this just boy genius that comes up with stuff because it's not working. Just like Mr. Musk, Mr. Elon go. Musk. Well, they, well at least he had Tesla and SpaceX, though. Per- he didn't, the, the, he didn't those form are, that, that's Tesla. That's impressive. Well, but SpaceX, though, so. mm, SpaceX is sure. fantastic. No, mm. SpaceX, you know, sending rockets to the Well, no, that's great. I'm a big fan of SpaceX. Yes. I'm I just I, think I, I, that... I, he's, he's just not... A, Musk is not a deity yes. to me. So, mm. as he is to most folks, thinking he can do oh, no yeah. wrong. Yes, right. he, he can do wrong, and it's called Twitter. Yes. Anyway. Right. All right. Um, coming up next, we are going to jump into our prediction, or our 
And we're going to review our prediction on crypto. Coming up next, you're listening to The Marcus Warren Show. All right, we got some uh, some Beyonce here. She had a big 2022. She did. With this album. She was back, everybody. And this is a uh, song is Break My Soul. There you go. That's right. Patiently Number- waiting for part two, Beyonce. Just go. FYI. <laughs> Number one in the U.S. Okay. Number two in the U.K. All big, right. Big, big hit. That she's, you know, she's a heck of a performer, too. Um, my daughter had me watching some YouTubes of her, and I was like, yeah, I know. She's, she's like, an entertainer. She's a super mm-hmm. entertainer. I'm like, she's like the next coming of Michael Jackson is what I told her. And I was like, um, you know, you have, uh, you know, you have your Justin Timberlake's, your ushers. But I'm like, no, um, I'm like, no, that's she is a entertainer all the way around. It's her and Michael Jackson. There you go. At least for me. That's the list. There you go. All right. Welcome back to the show. The Marcus Warren show. Now, remember, you can get your retirement rescue game plan as you're going into 2023 free mail to the to your front door via USPS. You get a copy of my two books, some financial reports, and you get access to my webinar entitled Taxes in Retirement. Start 2023 off right with that retirement rescue game plan. All you have to do is go to warrenwealth.net. Order that at warrenwealth.net. You know, at the beginning of the show, we were talking about some travel problems that some airlines were having, but you know who hasn't been having travel problems? Delta. The Earth. The Earth. The Earth has made its way around the sun for another year. Therefore, we are in 2023. Oh, ha, ha, ha. That's, yeah, that's, that's like my uh, version of a bad dad joke. Yeah, that's, yeah, there you go. We did. We You're made welcome. another year. You're welcome. Very good, nerd. All right, let's uh, continue our <laughs> rewind show and listen and hear what we, uh, what our predictions were for 2020, 20, for 2023, what we got right and what we got wrong in regards to. 2022. Oh, 20, 2022 oh. predictions. Oh, or 2020. Yes. Yeah, we, pre- yes, Jesus. No, it's, all right. it's, all these years have kind of been just flying by and, and yes. blending together. And yeah, so we're going back and we're listening to what we predicted for 2022 and seeing what we got right in regards to cryptocurrency. You know, money, you know. Mm-hmm. This funny money or money has never been so funny, mm. you know, or, or it's never felt um, at least as, as, as fake as, as it did in 2021 from the meme stocks um, to um, what else? NFTs, NFTs non-fungible and, tokens. Right. And, and, you know, digital digital assets and, mm-hmm. and, and crypto and all of that stuff and all of that stuff. It, it seems like, you know, it, money took a disconnect for the most part from. Uh, from reality, uh, yeah. for the most part, and uh, there you go, folks. So, even back then, uh, moving into uh, 2022, um, I was saying that you know, money has, has never been so so funny, and and of course, I call crypto and NFTs and all that stuff, I call it funny money. And you know, the reason I call it funny money is because nothing is wrong with the dollar bill, nothing is wrong with uh, when I swipe my debit or I swipe my credit card. Um, And I think it's just this gambling culture that we have here um, in in the U.S. or worldwide in relation to money. Let's uh, continue and and see what else we we, we talked about uh, last year. We've gotten gotten into this... this, um, I don't know, this space of casino capitalism, mm-hmm. you know, Wall Street you know, there's a big casino where, you know, people are just tossing money. Random people are tossing yeah. money at almost anything. Yeah. And it's no joke. Uh, NFTs became a $41 billion market in 2021. <clears throat> $41 billion were spent on NFTs in 2021. There you go. <laughs> See, a lot of money went in it in 2021 and it set it up for 
um, you know, this, this, I say this bubble that, um, continued to, to build up in, um, in 2022. And of course, you know, we saw, uh, Bitcoin jump up from 18,000 all the way up to 65,000. And now it's, you know, languishing, you know, around, you know, that 16 or so thousand, you know, now or, or now. And, um, you know, we called it and we, you know, let's, let, let's, let's, let's listen to some more of what we predicted in 2022 in regards to crypto. You know, another, another bubble, um, you know, and, you know, the dot com bubble that, um, you know, that really was, uh, that really sucked for, for the people who were invested in it. But if it gets any bigger and it turns into, you know, like a 2008 bubble when, you know, the, the market crashed, really the economy almost crashed, then people who aren't, aren't even invested in a lot of these things will feel the effects. And that really stinks if, you know, these, these cryptos and things tend to uh, just blow up, you know, and bring I mean, everything else down along with it. Right. I mean, you got Doge, you know, when you, mm-hmm. you know, create all this crypto stuff, Shiba, Inu, Shiba, mm-hmm. Inu mm-hmm. which a lot of people jumped on and a lot yeah. of people lost money. That's the thing yeah. is that most people lose money for every one person who you hear this great story of a hundred people lose money. Right. And that's not the story ever that's told. No. And there you go. And, you know, we saw, uh, the big, um, you know, crypto crash, you know, in regards to, well, first it started with, uh, you know, FTX. Um, and that's that, how it rounded out. Actually, the, and that big debacle this year in crypto started with the 2022 Super Bowl, which really should have been called the Crypto Bowl. <laughs> that's right. If you remember, every other commercial was a crypto exchange commercial. These crypto companies were spending a lot of advertising dollars, not just in the NFL, but in the NBA as well, buying naming rights, rights to the logos on players, jerseys, player endorsements. And then it all collapsed kind of starting actually in May with the collapse of Terra USD, which was supposed to be a stable coin tied to the US dollar, right. but it went to zero. So not very stable, huh? And then you have <laughs> Three Arrows Capital, a hedge fund uh, filed for bankruptcy. And then like you mentioned, November collapse of FTX, one of the largest crypto exchanges um, run by um, Sam Bankman-Fried. Um, and and that there was, was a, you know, yeah, can't, well, they were doing well. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. I think a large part of what ended up happening is that people who had their money with these crypto exchanges started to getting scared about whether their money was going to be safe and started wanting to make withdrawals. And when they started doing that, everything started to collapse and we got to see some of the, uh, behind the scenes stuff that was happening. Um, and it shouldn't really be shocking to people that there was some shady stuff happening behind the scenes of an unregulated industry. Right. And, and I, we, we don't have that clip, but, but we did, um, we did basically say, uh, that there has to be some regulations, uh, some regulation in regards to, uh, the crypto markets because it's the whole, um, what do they call it? Deregulation, D. De- Decentralized, yeah, decentralized banking and so forth or so on. And it's like, no, there's going to have to end up being some sort of an exchange. And they had an exchange and the the exchange was not regulated. But there's going to have to, it's going to have to be attached to something. That's why you have stable coins that are pegged to the U.S. dollar. And after a while, that whole contingent that uh, push up against the man or uh, the revolution, after a while, once that takes hold and starts to, to, gain roots eventually then they start setting up systems and processes and then that whole uh revolution or the alternative to what's currently going on they become the standard and then people want to rage against the standard and so you know right now with with crypto um you know it was this you know weird uh decentralized regular you know the uh, currency system um and still is by the way and people jumped on it, and now they're like, well, wait a minute, we, we don't know if we like that it's unregulated, and it is the right. wild, wild west, and there's going to have to be some sort of shakeup. And people just jump on, and they jump on these things. Like the meme stocks. Same they, thing with the meme stock just, craze. Yes, and then most people lose money, and then it, it's baffling to me 
how these organizations and these companies and these pension funds jump on this new thing that's been that hasn't even mm-hmm. been around that long. And um, the last clip we're going to play in regards to crypto has to do with crypto now all of a sudden being a part of your retirement plan and your 401k, your IRA. And let's listen to what we thought about that when crypto started creeping into retirement accounts. But once again, you just have to understand that these things are highly volatile. And from a, from a perspective of betting on that, and, and, and that's what it is, you're, you're betting on it. For that to be around and be viable upon your retirement is just a, a, a risky uh, proposition. It's just, uh, to me, a, a little too risky um, to put a good portion of your assets. And I really hate that there, there are all these commercials about crypto and, uh, you know, blockchain and, and, you know, all of these exchanges that are really, that are really soliciting to, um, you know, the, that average individual investor Mm -hmm. who doesn't even do well investing in mutual funds and regular stocks, much less thinking that they're going to be successful in investing in, uh, uh, any kind of, of, of cryptocurrency, especially after we saw the, the dot com bubble burst where, um, the internet ended up doing okay, and all this online stuff ended up being fantastic. But there was a big bubble that had to burst, and the market was down for three straight years, by the way. And it weeded out all of uh, the companies at the time that uh, were that basically had no fundamentals, right? And I think we're going to see the same thing with all of these cryptocurrencies, NFTs, all these all these things that are out there, and people are just betting. They're just trying to jump on and we there you go so and that is what we have seen and we actually hit that one on the head in regards to the funny money aka crypto and nfts meme stocks all of that stuff and you know there were pension funds that were invested in this stuff uh retirement accounts are putting into people's retirement accounts it's not really good business um and you know you just laid out the um the stats on um, you know, all of these cryptos mm-hmm. that, you know, all these exchanges, uh, exchanges going bankrupt, bankrupt and currencies lawsuits. that are down and sad. You know, I think I just see a lot of comparisons, like I said, between the crypto market with the meme stocks that were happening with, you, you know, the idea of wanting to win against the man right? Wanting to, you know, the, the wall rage against the machine, rage against the machine. Right. And, and the reason people feel that way is because they feel that the top 1% of people are the only ones who are benefiting from it. And it's true. It's well, correct. Well, yeah, well, ki- well, kind of, kind of, I mean, the one per- the whole thing about the 1% is that they're not doing that crap. They're, they're, they've made their money and they just want U.S. treasuries that that get them three or four or five percent. They're a lot more conservative. That's what the folks think. I think it's, it's, it's what I talked about in, 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 in one of our shows when I talked about the whole get rich quick. And that's what people are trying to do. They're trying to hit a lick. They're, they're, they're trying to uh, take all the shortcuts to, to their wealth. The 1%, they don't have a lot of their money in these bull crap assets, you know, crypto or NFTs, they might, you know, put a little bit of their money in there, one or 2% to see what happens, but that they're not fully invested. You know, if I'm a billionaire, I'm not doing that. You know what I'm doing? All I'm doing is, is putting my money in conservative investments that are getting me three to 5%. And that's all I want. And, and we deal with now that we don't deal with a lot of we, uh, these billionaires, but we deal with people who have accumulated money over their years and all they want, they're like, you know what, Marcus, you know, I don't have to hit home runs. I want singles and doubles and maybe a, maybe a triple if I get it, but I'll take singles and doubles. That's a baseball analogy. And so I want stuff that my money's going to be there and I can get three to five, maybe 6% because I've made my money and I don't want to lose it. And that's what we yeah. say to clients all the time. We're like, hey, we're, we're not here going to you know, try to get you the hot stock tip and help you get rich. We're just going to, you're going to come with us with money and we're going to help you not get poor yes. and keep it and leave it to the next generation. All right. Anyway, coming up next, we are going to uh, continue in our rewind and kind of give you a recap. And we might even throw on some news or some news you can't use. You're listening to The Marcus Warren Show.
Oh, wow. So we have... Um, Switching it up today. Yeah, some Bad Bunny. Who? <laughs> this is um, Me Porto Bonito. Of course, he had a big year in 2022. Oh, yeah. Also, number, this song is number six in the U.S. I like Bad Bunny. This is good stuff. Like Sells a, out stadiums. Oh yeah, he's he's the. I think his his tour was number one in 2022. Yeah, like he is filling stadiums up worldwide. There you go. All right. Well, welcome back to the show, the Marcus Warren Show. Remember, you can request. Your retirement rescue game plan. Get your retirement in order and rescue your retirement for 2023 by going to warrenwealth.net. You can order that retirement rescue game plan. You have to protect your retirement from market risk, inflation risk, and most importantly, tax rate risk. Protect your retirement by getting that retirement rescue game plan for 20. 23. All right, so we've been doing our rewind, our recap show, um, where we, we do predictions, and we did our predictions for 2022, and we want to go and kind of check and see how we did for those predictions. Um, and just to give you a quick recap, we, um, we predicted uh, the housing market would slow down. We were right uh, on that. Uh, you know, housing prices have, have, have dropped and because interest rates have gone up, uh, you've seen a slowdown in uh, people wanting to get mortgages. Uh, we predicted that uh, the labor, uh, we, we had a prediction about the labor market, basically saying that there would still be labor shortages and we were correct on that because we still are at full employment and companies are having issues still trying to find and hire uh, good people because we're at full employment. Um, uh, so we were right about that. We talked about inflation. We said that uh, inflation uh, was going to be uh, just as high as it was in 2021. And uh, of course, inflation was just as high and even higher in 2022. Uh, so we were correct about that. And that was kind of easy, easy, easy to predict because we had high demand and low supply. And so that causes prices to go up. Um, we were right about that. We were also, we also predicted the stock market. We said the stock market, that there would be a correction in 2022. And we were right about that. By the way, um, uh, we are hundred uh, percent. Oh yeah. Uh, we had a heck of a year. Our prediction show uh, for 2022 uh, was right on point. On. We mm -hmm. predicted that crypto was a big bubble waiting to burst. I called it funny money. Um, and we all know what has happened to crypto this year. Uh, Bitcoin is 70% off of it, actually 80% off of its high. Um, same with uh, Ethereum and all, the, all those other cryptocurrencies, which some of them are just gone flat out zero. Um, and we were right about that. And so let me tell you something first, people that this is an anomaly. We have done a, a couple of prediction shows and we've never been uh, batting a thousand, mm -hmm. another baseball analogy, okay. um, or have been 100%. Uh, and oh, we were last year. We were just really smart in January of 2022. Really smart. And now we are going to whet your appetite for our prediction show next week what we're going to predict on all those same fronts, the housing market, labor market, talk about inflation, stock market, crypto taxes. We're going to talk about all of that next show. And we're going to predict what we think is going to happen in 2023. So now we don't have a crystal ball. Um, although it may seem like we did last year when we were basically uh, 10 for 10 or a hundred percent. But that uh, is an anomaly and may not happen again. Um, and so, uh, be ready for that. Now, a couple of things, um, I do want to hit on because, uh, we did talk about the stock market going down, mm -hmm. um, and the stock market went down, but what was also interesting that went down also at the same time was the bond market. And I know, um, a lot of, uh, lazy, uh, financial planners and lazy advisors, 
Um, they generally put their clients in a, a 60, 40 40. mutual Mm -hmm. fund, some sort of 60%, um, stocks and 40% bonds. Cause that's just an easy way just to set it, forget it. And you're going to be okay. And generally speaking, that 60, 40 mix, um, and maybe I was a little too harsh by saying lazy, that 60, 40 mix, it has worked out uh, for for years because generally what happens when the stock market goes down, generally people can flock to bonds and bonds tend to help buoy up um, the down stock market. But this year it was a a little bit different. Uh, We had um, where stocks went down and bonds also went down. And the reason is because we were in this perfect storm. And I said this a lot in 2022, we were in this perfect storm where the stock market was at all time highs and interest rates were at all-time lows. And right at the same time as the stock market was going down, interest rates were going up, which put pressure on the bond markets because bonds and interest rates have an inverse relationship. It's kind of like a teeter-totter, whereas interest rates go up, bond prices tend to go down. And that is what happened. And that's why people who were in bonds and stocks were wondering, wait a minute, my stocks are going down, but why are my bonds going down? Because that's not the way way it has normally worked in the past. Normally when stocks have gone down, I've been able to jump to the safety of bonds and be okay, but everything is going down. And that is why, because it just happened to be, uh, stocks happened to go, bonds happened to go down or interest rates started to go up as the stock market was going down, and that was unfortunate for those investors. Do you know what else was really interesting for me to see is just how emotions played in to investor decision-making during this time. I saw several Wall Street Journal articles of uh, retirees talking about um, how they couldn't stomach the drops and ended up cashing out at the worst time when the market's going down. Because they just got scared. I mean, like you talked about earlier, yeah. it's about wanting to preserve your money. They're seeing their monthly statements or weekly or however often they're checking. It's just continuously going down. And that fear causes some emotional decision making. Some bad, yeah, bad, bad decision making, especially when it's based on emotion. And uh, it's funny because, you know, you, you, you've been doing this for, you know, shoot, almost over 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And you've been in a 10 year bull market. Uh, yeah. The market's been going up and up and up. And that's how most investors, um, even, well, the millennials and people were, for some reason, getting comfortable thinking that the market was always going to go up. It's all they know. It's all we know. And so when Millennials, Gen X, or Gen Z, all we know. Going up and up and up. And what happened is um, we had what normally happens in the market. The market does correct and it does pull back and it doesn't always go up, which, by the way, is a fantastic opportunity for millennials and Gen Zers, heck, even Gen Xers, to now build wealth. Just like we talked about earlier, the uh, S&P 500, the general stock market, uh, is down about 20, 25%. So that's a, that, that, that's a discount. NASDAQ is down 30%. It is time now. This is how wealth is built when you buy things on sale or you buy things at a discount and then you watch it appreciate, right? It's just like when you buy a home. That's the whole idea when you get a home. Hey, I'm going to buy it for this and this is a, a way I can build wealth over the long term. And this is what happens. So it's a good, which you can even say a transfer of wealth from some of the boomers over to some of the, the, the millennials. Um, and that's just what happens. It's like this recession that may be, may be coming here in 2023 um, where uh, they ask uh, the CEO of JP Morgan, um, Chase, who's Jamie Dimon. And they said, and they asked him, what is a recession? And he said, something that happens every seven years. But we haven't seen that. And that is, and what he's basically saying is, it's just everything is cyclical. We have our ups, we have our downs, and that's just the way things are. We were just in this utopian uh, stock market where things had just gone up and up and up for 10 to 12 years, and people just forgot that, hey, this is what happens. And when you forget, and then the market does go down, people panic, have these emotional decisions, and they always tend to make the bad decision, and they miss out on a lot of gains There are uh, analytics, statistics, data, uh, hundreds of years of data that basically shows that people make the wrong decision at the wrong time when we're talking about emotions in the stock market. And that's the way it is.
And then lastly, let's talk about taxes. That's right. We're talking about taxes. And so, um, you know, from a standpoint of a, uh, the, what happened with taxes in 2022, um, you know, it's there, there, there've been a, a few changes that we'll probably talk about, uh, in our, in our, in our next episode, as far as, uh, uh, changes, changes to the tax code with the secure act 2.0. But we always say that taxes are going to be a lot higher in the future than they are now. And we still are on that track because we still have debt of $31 trillion. Uh, that's what the T and counting and counting and the debts and deficits uh, that are going to have to be paid for somehow, some way. And taxes are going to go up. There are ways that you can protect your retirement uh, against the higher taxes that are going to be in the future. That is what uh, we built our practice on by being tax experts, uh, enrolled agents, people who know tax law, tax code, tax theory, um, and can guide our uh, our clients, not just in investments uh, and asset allocation, but in taxes and tax planning, because that is just as important than to making sure that you have the right uh, allocation in your portfolios. That's, that is what we do. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say the IRS is a collection agency. Yes, they They're are. tasked with collecting tax revenue, and they just recently planned uh, or planned to uh, got some funding to plan to hire 87,000 new agents over the next several years to enforce that uh, purpose of collecting tax revenue. The IRS army is coming, people. <laughs> Be ready. All right. I think that wraps us up there for uh, our, uh, our 2022. Well, it's 2023 now, but. Goodbye, 2022. Goodbye, 2022 show. All right. And we all know what that music means. It means we've come to the end of the show. I want to thank everyone for listening. Have a great week and take it easy. Thank you for listening to the Marcus Warren Show. For more information or to request your retirement toolkit, contact Marcus at 502-339-8255 or visit his website at talktomarcus.com. Warren Wealth Management and Tax Planning and WGTK are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested.